Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. The latest show goes after hours. The Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas brings out more for our Lucas Nation fans. Tune in for reviews, topics, and even special guests. We go beyond the swankiness as it's juicy as hell with our DJ, DJ Lupezzi, playing nothing but the hits on the Spotify podcast version. Live from our studio of Swanky Studios, it's the Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas on Atlanta's number one stations Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify iHeartRadio Audacity Apple Podcast Stitcher Podcast Google Podcast YouTube and more Now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Swanky Podcast. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station. Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Good morning. It is Thursday. Of course, March 15th. Welcome to another episode of the Beyond Swanky Podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, James Myers. We've got... Uh, our man KLP Kennedy Lucas up in the building and of course our girl Monica Gray. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Kennedy, you, you wanted to switch it up a bit and it, it's quite exciting when he wants to switch it up a bit. He wants to give people like us uh, a chance to take a stab at the intro and of course I had to dabble on into the intro for you for sure, KLP. Uh, but welcome, ladies and gentlemen, again, the Beyond Swanky Podcast is season two. If you're listening to us, uh, we greatly appreciate it on all of our audio platforms. We're talking iHeart, uh, Stitcher Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. Tune in radio is Stitcher Podcast for sure. And we're ready for another exciting show. Good job, rookie. I'm just kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, James Myers. He he might he might be the, the new introer for our podcast today. But like you mentioned, guys, yes, it is Thursday, March 16th, I gotta say. I, I think you might have said 15, but that's all right. 
March 16th, Thursday. Welcome back to another exciting podcast, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Of course, James, kind of already, when he did his intro, he's ready to go. But, of course, like he mentioned, you know, we got our girl Monica. Monica been in the studio. What's up, Monica? Good morning to our Lucas Nation, our Monica Gray Nation, and our James Myers Nation fans. Uh, good morning. It's your girl, Monica Gray. Welcome back to another exciting episode with us here, all three of us here in the studio to give you all yet another exciting show. And I just got to... I got to put on record out there on today's morning show that you guys have been enjoying the episodes that we did the last two episodes. A lot of people now, like I say, when we do our shows, we don't, we look at the numbers, but we don't like to bring them up so much in the show. And I did last episode and I'm going to make sure that I don't as much anymore, but you guys have been enjoying it. We've had a lot of people comment in. They did our forum and a lot of people have said, Hey, we like this new direction that we're that we're doing for our radio stations. Keep it going, and that's what we intend on doing is keeping it going for sure. So uh, again, from all of us down to Kennedy over here, James, uh, DJ Lupizi, we see you. Uh, Tyrus is here, uh, Addison and, and Arthur, they're here today as well. So from all of our cast and crew for our show, thank you guys so much. You guys made help make this show special. And now that, you know, we've got more people on the show and, you know, we're getting interesting topics to talk about on our radio show, it's really, it's truly a blessing. So I just got to say thank you, hello, and I'm ready for this, this, this podcast today. Blessed and highly favored for sure. I always got to mention that here to, you know, all of our fans that, uh, you know, listen to and, and they tune in. So again, guys, thank you all so very much. Now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know, we, we have some great, interesting topics that we're going to talk about today. And I did write up on in a little behind the scenes to everybody who may not know what we do behind the scenes as we get pre- preparation for the show. Uh, we do like to do our research on topics that are kind of trending right now. And there's this one segment that I wrote down. Uh, and I'm very, very excited to talk about it because this will be kind of an open type of ended question for sure, guys. And I'm very, very excited for that. Now, here's the topic that I ended up writing down and I wanted to talk about it. Now, with some of my sources, I like to look at other podcasters and other radio shows and see what they're talking about. So we can kind of give our own spin on things. So uh, The Breakfast Club reported this on their I want to say their front page news. So now this is kind of our our front page first take uh, news on our show. Of course, workers walk out of restaurants. uh, Excuse me. Workers walk out of restaurants serving drinks named Negro and Caucasian. Now, this is an open ended question to all of our fan base out there for today. But I thought this was very interesting because here's my take on it. I can kind of see both ways with this. I do. I really see both ways with this simply because, uh, you know, Negro and Caucasian uh, drinks. The question is, do you guys feel a little bit weirded out for these names being names as, as drinks? And how would you feel if somebody says, let me get three Negroes, right? 
you notice how the how I how I just said it, and even I kind of cringed a little bit because if you're if you're in this restaurant and you hear the wrong people say that, hey, let me get three Negroes over here, right? Now you can kind of see that it's a little bit like, okay, did he just say that or did she just say that? And now you got some people coming at you at you like, hey, what you doing? What what do you mean by that? Right. So it's very, very interesting that they serve these type of drinks. Um, I do agree with a lot of people with the same kind of outlook on this question is, you know, we have become sensitive. We have. And I'm I I don't want to be political. I don't want to be kind of racy on this on the show, but we have become very, very sensitive when it comes down to these type of scenarios. Um, But when you see or hear the wrong people say that then now you're you got your heads turned like what did they just say right and now it's a whole nother argument now it's something that goes viral obviously this went viral uh this is a restaurant that has this honestly if i'm the restaurant owner i don't think i would have these drinks called these names i would just try to find a different way but a lot of people guys a lot of people think they don't see a problem with this now it's not like they're saying the hard n-word or the hard uh n-word with an r at the end or an a at the end it's not like they're saying that negro is a is spanish for black and that's how that's a word that describes the color black right if you if you want to think technical with this uh but that's why a lot of people say that maybe i don't see nothing wrong with this because that's just a name that's a spanish name actually uh that origin originated for the color black right so that's why you might see a lot of people uh have a weird take with this um dj envy did say on his on this report that he felt a little funny with it with it and i don't know i think if if i'm out there on a restaurant and I'm already kind of frustrated with something or something I didn't expect. And you hear, hey, let me get three Negroes, right? You, It probably would have got my head turning too. Like if I first heard that from somebody, I would have said, what did they just say? You know, and a lot of people like, you know, it's a vice versa question. How would we feel? How would the uh, other counterpart feel if we say, let me get three Caucasians, right? So it's not like they called it the the hard N word and the hard C word, right? Um, you know, I ain't gonna say those words because those are very derogatory. We're not gonna go there on our show. But I would feel I'm glad that they didn't name those those names because obviously, yeah, you would have had backlash, huge backlash for this. Um, I do encourage the restaurants just to change it. I I, I feel like we live in a, a very creative world where people can really find different ways to market their product and find a different unique name and really understand the the markup of it i think in my opinion guys i think that they have they don't have marketing people for this restaurant and these drinks that's well i that's what i think they don't have I, i i think they need somebody who is in the marketing field to kind of help them guide and, and and who's worked on promotions and advertisement and say okay you can use that name because here's why right um but there is cases that there's a lot of companies that they're just doing things that because they think it's going to sell but they're not thinking the marketing aspect of it they're not thinking the promotions they're not thinking of the advertisement uh, of it and that's why 
it's getting sort of backlash because of these names because maybe they found some people that they really didn't think about they didn't think about the the the, the how and, and i quote guys because we we have lived we're, we're living in a, a sensitive uh society nowadays um you know it's one of those things that it, it's hard it's hard to determine if this uh, off name uh off rip and that's why people are having some some doubts about these drinks because they don't want to either say that out loud or they're going to say, yeah, I, I want to order this drink, but let me come into your ear so I can say it. So it doesn't, so I'm not saying it out loud and then the wrong person hear me and then I'm in trouble. Right. Um, I'm glad they didn't say, you know, the, the hard N word again, the hard C word. I'm glad they didn't call it the coon juice or, 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 or the cracker juice or the, the N word juice, you know, the, or the monkey juice or something like that. Something very racial and very, uh offensive i'm glad they didn't go there but i don't know guys what do you what do you guys just take on this because i i think they should they should change the the name of these these uh products it's a it's kind of a difficult it's it's very difficult to to have something like this on the table and them expecting that this is going to sell well i do agree they should have a way to change these names so that way it doesn't turn into something else we live in and, and you mentioned this you you touched on it kennedy but it is true that we live in a sensitive uh society in today's uh climate but we also often turn something that's let's say if something's out there it gets turned into something that it shouldn't have right we're not reading the room we're not really understanding uh, each other is a misunderstanding is the communication that's off right so you got something that's out there and then now it could potentially be turned by somebody and it becomes very uh, viral and people are starting to talk about it and then it turns to something else because of that misunderstanding I think this restaurant does have a bit of misunderstanding when it comes down to it uh, when 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 naming these products these these drinks at this restaurant because i wouldn't want to know if i'm out with my girlfriend and me and her just grabbing a drink chatting and you you hear a white man say hey let me get two negroes yeah that would also turn my head and like what the did he say that's one of the things i would do and just because again we live in a, a sensitive uh careful society where you can't say what you want to say and think you're not going to get backlash from it because somebody's going to see it hear it and report on it whether it's to the manager to the owner or the as simple as it is we remember guys we live in a techno uh techno world right where we have smartphones we've got facebook we've got instagram TikTok. you know we use these tools to express what we do hell even podcasters like us now you know if we take a if, we, if something bad happens hey now we have this platform that we can report on of what happened and see if it goes viral uh so i i, I really do think they should be careful when serving these type of drinks yes to your point kennedy yeah they should change the name because i'm sure if it's a company they have to have some sort of guy or gal that's in promotions that's in marketing that's in name branding that knows how to uh bring out the brand and in 
come up with a more creative name for these drinks so that way it doesn't sound uh, offensive. So it, only time can tell with this, but I, I don't see this going thus far because, again, we're, we're kind of sensitive in today's society. Definitely I would have some some mind and some heads turned if I also heard something like that too. But I feel like with this as well, people are going to uh, argue against it or excuse me, argue for it to where some people are going to say, oh, there's nothing wrong, right? There's nothing wrong with that. I, I kind of feel like they should have, if they kept the Caucasian, because it's called the Negro and the Caucasian drink. The word Caucasian, I mean, that's not, that's not a, a name that people, well, that's a name that people can say and feel very, very comfortable to say out loud, Caucasian. Like, it's not a cuss word, it's not a derogatory uh, term of events. I felt that if they wanted to keep on this advertisement, probably switched out the word uh, Negro, Negro, to Black American, right? If, if, if that's the lingo that they're going to, they should have switched that one around and just call it an uh, unique African coffee or a Black American coffee, right? Or a Black Americano, right? That's clever because when we go to let's say starbucks or uh, some sort of coffee shop we always say let me get an macchiato americano i don't know if that's what uh, that's one of the drinks at starbucks i don't know I don't, I don't work for them there's better ways to have a clever name for a drink again they probably should have called it something and i definitely don't call it the, the negro because we all black, you know, like, well, well, when we hear that from our counterparts, then we, we turn heads, right? Because we're, you get like, everybody's been saying this morning, we're Sisley, and it's true. Call it a different name. Let me get a black Americano. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Because black is a color. Americano, that's the type of coffee. If it's this thing is coffee. Or let me get... Let me get, if it's a, it's a juice, let me get uh, organic black juice, right? Or if you look at our, our African-American heritage, find a unique African-American heritage name that is not derogatory and is good for the culture. Call it that. Now, I'm sure this company has to copyright it and whatnot, but there's different ways to do a research really do research and then call it a different name but it is true you're calling it the negro juice like that's yeah that's that's turning heads it is so i i agree with um both of you guys you know we're they're not this restaurant hasn't thought strategically hasn't thought about marketing hasn't thought about history and culture and the advertisement aspect of building this type of juice product and that's why they're getting backlash because they didn't thoroughly thought of thought it through and that's the problem i feel that's the problem with a lot of companies these days where you've seen a lot of things go out and with the backlash now i know we're talking about this product but let me give an example you know we look at black history month right 
the school in that Kennedy, I think you reported this on one of your show, on one of the shows that there's a school in New York. They were on the first day of Black History Month. They served our fried chicken and, and Kool-Aid and watermelon. Right on the menu. So companies are they some companies are either, in my opinion, ignorant to the calls or not knowledgeable about business and how the advertisement of that business can go when you're doing this plan and you don't thoroughly think it through you don't go through a marketing agency or marketing consultant to really have them think it through before going all up um and that's what i feel like that's the lacking of some of these companies that they're doing some things and they're not thinking it through and causing them to have backlash and people talking about them and then they might not uh, have the sales they want because of this because they haven't thought it through um, but that's my take on it as well um, they, they should have got creative with it I definitely do agree that yeah they and there's ways they can get creative right there's a lot of us even ourselves us studying business degrees in, in marketing and advertisement we definitely could show them a, t uh, a, a thing or two Right. Definitely. And for that's what a lot of cute companies are lacking. They, they don't want to hire marketing people. Unfortunately, the smaller companies do now. The big ones. Yeah, they hire in left and right. But definitely they can have a, a way to hire people and help them get consulted about, OK, here's what we're planning on doing. And then you'll have that one person that's either in PR or marketing to say, OK, here's why this may not be a good idea. And they can really do an outline of why this could not be a good idea. Um, but like I say, and what, what we're saying here on the show this morning, you know, only time can tell when it comes down to that as well. So, you know, I, I hope they get that part together. I hope there's no backlash from it. But only only we know only we can really we can really tell on that for sure. So I don't know. It's just it's interesting. It's a very interesting take for sure. Uh, when it came down to it now of course we've got coming up next we've got the gray report and of course our sponsor for today's podcast as well monica take it away honey <laughs> i was waiting for this all morning before we got started for sure now we do have what we like to call on our show the beyond swanky podcast season two the gray report and We've got a good one for you guys today, but our sponsor for the report and the podcast goes out to DateFit. Now, if you guys are Crunch members like me and Kennedy both are, of course, DateFit is a new social media dating app, but it's only for people who are in the fitness world. Now, if you guys have seen, and I, I got to shout out Kennedy a little bit, if you've seen Kennedy's Instagram, he's been doing his really uh, thing, and I've been seeing him too. And and he's looking good too, by the way. He's doing his thing. So this would be good for anybody who is in the fitness world and is looking for that significant other that share the same value of health, fitness, and strength conditioning. So Date Fit, Date Fit is a that app that you guys can get one month uh, premium free for that one month with the code crunch now you do have to be a crunch member i'm sure they're going to ask you for your crunch id or a, a to send in a scan code for your crunch barcode little uh, key thing that you have on there so again you have to be a crunch member for this but if you're interested day fit has it for you it is 
that season where we're getting ready to, for my ladies out there, we're getting ready to do hot girl summer. And for my fine fellows out there, it's time for you to get it in and meet your significant other, your loved ones with date fit. Again, you guys can get one month uh, premium free for the code. You got to use the code crunch to get that one month. Shout out to them. A special thank you for that. Now, we've got to talk about Atlanta and primarily T.I. and Killer Mike. They often ask on the latest report what happened to Atlanta on the new Young Book and Schooly collab. Now, if you guys don't know, and you should, we're housed and we're based off in Atlanta, Georgia. We're here in Atlanta, Georgia. That is our headquarters uh, for us as well. Now, T.I., get this, guys. T.I. and Killer Mike have joined forces on Young Book's new song, The Real A, alongside with Schooly. Uh, of course, you can check it out for sure. It released yesterday, well, the other day, Tuesday, and that was March 14th, with uh, The Real A, uh, WHTA what happened to Atlanta finds the Atlanta rapper uh, reminiscing on simpler yet not exactly innocent times growing up in black Mecca and this was a quote that well I am going to quote it this is from killer uh, Mike's verse and this is what he says I remember when Atlanta was just itty bitty in 88 Miami boys came and tried to take the city they have, excuse me, they have the weight and prize was great, but we wasn't with it. And I'm slowing down because I'm not a rapper, guys. So I'm sure he can do much better than I can here on the show. They bought, excuse me, they bought that MAC-10s out of the East Atlanta with Osama. They killed them Florida boys and babies mamas bloody summer. It was major drama. Word to my dope Dylan Mama is what Killer Mike raps for sure. Killer Mike, again, if you guys don't know who Killer Mike is, by the way, everybody, if you're from Atlanta, you should know who Killer Mike is. We listened to him in the car, Kennedy, Killer Mike, at LP, the group that formed uh, the two together, Run the Jewels. Uh, Tips first also finds him in a reflective mood as he looked back at ATL's hip-hop pioneer Kilio Ali Freaknik and his dope boy past that result and brushes with the law and close shaves with death. The Grand Hustle General uh, then turns his attention to the present day and ruminates on how his beloved hometown has changed since his youth and not necessarily for the best. Now, I'm going to come out on record because I moved to Atlanta in 2008. And I know, Kennedy, you were saying you moved to Atlanta in 2010. Atlanta has changed. It has. Atlanta has become... And it, there's the, with this next part I'm about to mention, guys, is it's not as bad. Atlanta has become the new Hollywood, right? You have a lot of studios that come up and they, they film here. Atlanta to us has become more of a, a city of business, right? Because you have a lot of businesses to move down here because it's cheaper down here. Um, some people hate it because rent has gone up. I am a firm believer that rent has gone up in recent years. Whether you're renting a home or a house, it has come up if you're trying to do it by yourself. 
there is hell of more traffic. Kennedy, we talked about it last night when you got home. You said 285 was blocked because of road work. And you didn't get in until about 1130 last night. Because of road work, because of accidents, because of whoever else happens with traffic in Atlanta, it has become worse. Hence why things are going up. So I kind of agree with T.I. when he says that Atlanta has changed, but not for the better. In those aspects. Now, I, I, I kind of want to disagree with him on that because I do believe Atlanta is the city of dreams. Uh, it is a city of opportunity. Um, there's Atlanta, there's California, and even New York. Those are the city of opportunities and dreams. Now, you're going to pay a premium price for that dream. Let's say if you want to move to Atlanta, yeah, you're looking at a $3,000 rent coverage. I know some people in New York, they have 200 square feet that they're living in and they're paying $600 a month for it because that's where you're at. Um, it's interesting. It's very, very interesting for sure. Um, TR uh, and TI's bars echoed Schoolie's Melon, Collie Hook, on which he uh, asked what happened to Atlanta. We went from repping zones to coloring bandanas, trying to stay clean, but the streets uh, dirty like Diana, like that one. I'm from Atlanta, but damn, I missed a real A. So, again, it's very, very interesting. The 21st century saw Atlanta steal the hip-hop spotlight and become an epic center of culture. And T.I. and Killer Mike both played a role in paving the way for future stars to thrive in the city. That is true. T.I. and Killer Mike. They really, really made an impact for young artists that is from Atlanta and really expanding the southern... um artistry that is here in Atlanta. It's very, very interesting, guys. I listened to it. It's actually not a really not really a bad song. It's really good, uh, all things considering. But I do want to pose the question to our fan base uh, on this report. What do you think? Do you think Atlanta has changed for the good or for the bad? We want to hear from you guys for sure. Definitely want to hear from everybody out there. Uh, we've had a lot of people respond to our forums uh, as of uh, today. We've had a lot of people. So, again, definitely want to hear from you guys. Shout out to Killer Mike and T.I., the pioneers of Southern hip-hop artistry. It's, it's amazing, as you mentioned, uh, Monica. Now, I guess this is an episode about Georgia, I guess, because there's another Georgia news. And I guess it's, it's fitting, right, because, you know, we're, we're here in Atlanta. Now, this is something I wanted to report real quick. Um and this is very interesting to all of us Georgians. Uh, it doesn't matter of who you stand on, on the governor and the mayor and your political views. We're not going to go there. But Georgia special tax refund payments, what you need to know. Of course, our sources is coming from Fox 5. Now, live here from Atlanta, Georgians will soon have a little extra money uh put back in their wallets of course the uh atlanta or georgia governor brian kemp on monday signed an hb 162 into law which gives special state income tax refund back to georgia taxpayers for the second year in a row a uh, the special refund was accounted for the amount of 2023 fiscal budget which was signed by kemp on march 10th as a result there's over 1 billion in surplus funds on its way back to taxpayers um my first take on this, because we all are Georgia taxpayers, 
So this is very, very beneficial to us. Um, without it getting political, and in, 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 uh, I don't want to say racy because racy ain't got nothing to do with this. Um, politically, everybody, some people might have some opinions, but honestly, here's my take on why this could work for all of us. Because, like I say, everybody in this room, we're all Georgia taxpayers. We ta- we pay our taxes. We do because we don't want to avoid not paying taxes. Because as a whole, another monster you do not want in your conscience. PSA to a lot of people out there whether you're in Georgia or not yes pay your taxes but this is very very beneficial to us uh, taxpayers it is very very important Um, the question now becomes who is a uh, excuse me who is eligible to receive a special state income tax refund and I'm just going to read the requirements Uh, of course we're not going to announce how we filed and because it's very personal I'm not going to ask our, my, my, my host here to, to exploit themselves of how they pay taxes, how they filed and whatnot. But who is eligible to receive this special income tax? Georgia taxpayers who filed returns in both 2021 and 22 uh, taxable years are eligible for this uh, refund. That means you lived and worked in the state of Georgia for both tax years. If you only lived and worked in the state for one of those years, unfortunately, you will not be eligible for this special refund. Here's how much you can expect to receive based on your filing status. Again, I do say to a lot of people that's watching and they like to comment on like Spotify and, and forums and stuff. Don't put any any of that personal information. We're not asking you how you filed. Don't put that stuff on our comment box. Um, primarily for our forum, uh, we see the most uh, and comments and you know people like to tell us their whole story please don't tell us anything about how you did it because that's personal but single tax filers and marriage individuals who filed separately could receive a maximum refund of 250 dollars head of household filers can receive a maximum of 375 dollars marriage uh, married individuals who filed joint returns could receive a maximum of 500 dollars uh, based on the individual and couple's taxable liability, a lot of people did say that yes, we're married, so we get a, a maximum of five hundred. But then you got to really think about you know what comes with marriage and all that. That's another podcast. When could you expect this special Georgia tax income? According to the new releases from Kemp's office, the Department of Revenue will begin issuing refunds or funds within six to eight weeks for those who filed their taxes before April 18th. The DOR is expected to issue the overwhelming major majority of refunds by July uh, 1st. So I do say to a lot of people, this is good for some people, right? It pays a bill or two, right? Uh, I always say if you get some sort of refund, whether it's tax refund or even school refund, don't bank on that so much. Um, I do say, hey, keep your job. Right. A lot of people get refunds out there in the world. They just quit their jobs because they they think they've got a big return coming. And then if it doesn't come now, they got to figure it out. Um, This is cool. Right. Because, again, it's it's, it's a bill or two. Right. It's maybe some extra money. It's extra shopping money for some people. Right. For most people, that's gas money. Um, So it's very, very interesting for this. I do say this is very beneficial to Georgians. Uh, Again, don't care how you stand on politicals on this, but this is very beneficial when it comes down to it. Very, very interesting that this is happening now. Uh, again, like I say, this is important to some people, but it's it's not it's not a whole lot, 
right? So I, I don't want people going in thinking that this is millions of dollars that each people are going to get. No, not by a long shot. You can't pay rent with, with just this. You can't. You could pay one third of your rent maybe with this cost, but it's not going to. It's not going to be so much that people are going to wait and wait to pay a bill on because they're relying on this. Again, like I said, it does take six to eight weeks, right? It, it, take, it takes that long. So uh, like I said, to a lot of people don't bank on this, but it is coming, right? It's been on news resource and it's very beneficial to us uh, Georgian taxpayers. So thought it'd be a very interesting story for sure. Another interesting story that, of course, my main man, James Myers, wanted to report on this. And James, we're talking about Microsoft's new generation console that's in the works. Is that right? That's right, Kennedy. We saved the best segment for last. Of course, that is correct. Microsoft's next-gen uh, Xbox console already in the works. Microsoft inadvertently confirms uh, that its PS6 rival and Xbox Series X and S successor is already in the works and has been and has a code name. Now, this is quite exciting because we did see that PlayStation has sort of rumored the PlayStation 6, and the rumor is now this is a huge rumor uh, in my opinion that the PlayStation 6 is set to release in 2028. So again years from now is when we're going to see PlayStation 6 but it is in the works now I don't I'm very interested to see how in 2028 how that's going to be we're going to be old I'm just kidding we probably ain't going to be that old but we going to be up there we going to be I want to say what was that so that's what three four five years right so for some of us we're going to be like 33 34 for some of us, we're going to be 35. I don't name that name there. But very, very interesting that, you know, they have a code name now. Xbox Next Gen console met uh, to succeed the Xbox Series X and S is currently in the works and has a code name. A review of the newly surfaced regular, uh, regulatory filings has revealed the document confirming that the PlayStation 6 rival is already in the pipeline steam from Microsoft ongoing trial with the Federal Trade Commission of course they've been back and forth with that who sued to block who sued to block its proposed acquisition of Activision and Blizzard we've been talking about that for many many months now on the interest grounds uh, back in 2022 past uh, December to be exact and as arguably the biggest private opponent of the deal, Sony got heavily involved with the FTC lawsuit, of course, with the Activision Blizzard acquisition, which is also currently in discovery phase pending trial. However, Microsoft's back at back and forth in with both the US regulators and Sony results in some unintended effects for the Japanese gaming giant. Now, most recently, after one legal disclosure seemingly narrowed down a potential PlayStation 6 release window, and that window projected, guys, 2028, that's, that's what people's been saying on the internet, that's what people's been saying on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, but we don't know yet, no one knows. Uh, in yet another such episode, for the revealing information, the FTC seemingly confirmed that the next-gen Xbox console is already 
in the works, namely a March 14th motion signed by the complaint console uh, seeks to comply with Microsoft to produce documentation uh, pertaining the 10th generation gaming system. It's very interesting that we're getting ready in the next four to five years, we're getting ready for 10 generations. That's crazy. That's crazy to even think about. But we're in the 10th generation now. Or we're in the 9th, but we're getting ready for the 10th in the next couple of years or so. Even mentioning by its codename, while the provisional moniker was redacted from the copy of the filing that made its way to the public docket, the internal name appears to contain around 15 characters. So we don't know what this, this codename is, but we know we have about 15 characters of the name. The giving that the average English word is under five characters in length, the next-gen Xbox system's codename presumably contains two words. I hope it doesn't say anything like artificial intelligence. I know that's way more than 15, but um, that's kind of where we're heading. That is so what we're heading with that. Very, very interesting for sure. I look forward into this 10 generation console. I really get geeked about gaming. I mean, you both can, all three of us really get geeked about gaming, but I'm tremendously excited to see what this new console looks like. Uh, I, I'm very interested because we don't know in the next five years, we don't know what these gaming consoles will look like. We don't know if they're truly going to integrate artificial intelligence or not. I don't know, in the next eight, uh, five years, we might be able to go inside the video game and be virtually, well, I mean, that's VR, but like, we might, it might be better in the next five years. We don't know what to expect in the next couple of years, but I, I get, I'm very excited. I get very, very excited, but I'm a little nervous, right? So that's the, that's the report. Uh, the, of course, the 10th generation next lineup, Microsoft console is in the works. Uh, like I said, we do, have about five more years to go on that but it's coming i don't think i'm ready for like 35 36 because i'm already 26 and i'll be ready to be 27 in this coming may so I, i'm getting i'm getting up there but i'm very excited to see what the the next consoles will look like uh that that gets me very very excited because now we because uh, we've got ninth generation of course i have a playstation 5 at home and I play that thing almost every time I can when I'm off, right? So to see the graphics and the quality of our current generation console is, to me, is amazing. So it really gets me excited when the next five years come and we've got this next new console, the PlayStation 6 or the next Xbox. And to see the graphic performance to see, okay, what else can they do, right? So it's kind of nervousome because we all getting older, but it's very interesting because gaming is not going nowhere, right? very very excited uh i can't wait to see what happens next after that but uh we'll have to wait and see thank you james for sure so that's going to do it for our radio show this morning hopefully you guys enjoyed this as much as we did as well now if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast thank you so very much we love every one of y'all because like monica said earlier our number's been up it's all thanks to y'all this it, it wouldn't have not been possible if it wasn't for our fans so thank you guys so much and if you're watching the video version of it of this podcast again please remember to like comment and subscribe hit that bell notification so that way you don't miss out on the latest episode of the beyond swinky podcast i promise you guys klp aftermath is coming back but right now
this show is hidden right now. Right, I got to follow the market. So KLP Aftermath is coming back for sure. But this is the show uh, that you guys like the most. So I got I to gotta respond to the numbers there. So again, thank you guys so very much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, from our cast and crew, Monica, James, myself, along with DJ Lupizzi and Tyrus and everybody in here in the studio, stay safe, stay swanky, peace. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ears. It's the Beyond Swanky Podcast. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. The Heat 94.6 Radio Station. latest show goes after hours the beyond swanky podcast with kennedy lucas brings out more for our lucas nation fans tune in for reviews topics and even special guests we go beyond the swankiness as it's juicy as hell with our dj dj lupezzi playing nothing but the hits on the spotify podcast version live from our studio of swanky studios it's the beyond swanky podcast with Kennedy Lucas on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more.